here we go here we go yes welcome to another episode of sisters root podcast okay can i just like i want to give a shout out to everybody who's like in the face of covid getting married you know moving forward with right. their lives yes yes you know taking that next marriage step and then introduce the topic yeah so i agree because if anything i think this pandemic has taught us that time is so short life is so fragile so i mean if that's where you were headed to begin with like why why wait we don't know when we're getting out of this we don't know when if we'll even be here Mm -hmm. you know to see marriage or you know children so i definitely applaud the people who are just like listen i love you i want to marry you let's just do it you know i agree I mean, that's not where I'm at, but I've been seeing lots of people getting married, engaged, and it's the cutest thing. Good days. You know, all exactly. that. Exactly. So, today, right? We're going to talk about the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> today, we're going to talk about divorce, but yes. more so our own experiences with it. Yes. So, I'm going to just start off by saying that. We both experienced it. I mean, me currently going through it and you having gone through it. So different Mm -hmm. stages, but we didn't grow up in a household with divorce. I think that's important to note, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Our household is, what is it for our parents now? 32 years of marriage? I think it's 33. Wait, 33. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm 31. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you forgot. (laughs) And I'm turning 30 next year. That's insane. Like, honestly, I remember when our parents were in their 20s. So to think that I'm turning 30s, like, what the hell? But I'll celebrate it. Heck yeah. You know what I think happens? Like, when you're in high school and stuff, you talk about your age a lot more often than you do when you're our age and just like going through life i think so you just kind of forget yes because i (laughs) i definitely just forgot that i was 31 so it's not like i'm turning 30 like you are i am in these 30s at this point (laughs) yeah so divorce okay so I'm, i'm just gonna start with a question how did you know it was over or when did you know it was over so i do believe that there are definitely little signs and stuff yeah that you're either headed that way and i'm gonna say from from the get-go like you can be headed in that direction and you can in my opinion depending on the circumstances because everyone's circumstances are different i do think it's a it's possible to turn it around but i think the biggest sign that it was going it, it was heading in that direction oh that's a loaded question for me maybe <laughs> maybe i would start with like disengagement on like on his part yeah okay or like also stonewalling mm-hmm. but then also on my part being tired of having to like try and drag that information out of him so do you think that happened a year before you started the process months before literally a week before like when did you know okay so this is it um you know like because for some people like in my situation 
the marriage felt like it was over an entire year before we started the process. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, we tried counseling and everything. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I feel like he just agreed to it because I wanted to do it. Like, I yeah. had asked previously to do it, but I think we had reached a point where we were so far gone that it wasn't mm -hmm. going to do anything. So, for me, it was a full year where I knew. I mean, obviously, there were signs earlier on than that, mm -hmm. but when I knew it was over, like, just done, it was, like, a year before. So, that's, that's what I mean. Like, when did you know it was done? I would say... Mm. I would say, like, the first, like, fissures were sh starting to show up, like, a year in. And I think sometimes you can pinpoint... A year into the relationship? No, no, no. Like, a, a year... Oh. Oops. A year before, oh, okay. like, we were finally done. And the big thing, I think sometimes you can point out where these things are starting or where they're coming from. And I had just gotten out of grad school... And we both were, um, we moved down, back down to our area from um, my grad school. And we're both looking for jobs. So he got his job first, was very low paying. I got my job next and I was paid considerably more. And it was like, from then, starting from that moment, that's when things started to, to go downhill from there. It was mm. almost like uh, all of a sudden seeing me as competition thing. And he kind of, we also did the whole counseling thing. And he even brought up the fact that it was like, okay, everyone except me is going to school. Um, everyone has better jobs than I have. You have a better job and more income than me. And that's not fair. And so it started to be like this weird comparison, comparison mm -hmm. thing. Meanwhile, me on the side being like positive Stanya as usual. I'm like, look, combined, we're making this or whatever. Because I always thought of it in terms of like, this is what we're, this is what we have individually, but this is what we're doing together. Mm. So that was just one of those little things. And it's not just that. Of course, there are a lot more things that led to it. But that was one of those little things that kind of like started a little spark that you knew like things were not sitting well. So, I mean, I guess I could just give my story. So mm -hmm. basically, me and my soon-to-be ex, we knew each other in high school, but we never spoke. Mm -hmm. All that we knew of each other was like, hey, we share the same birthday. And we had some mutual friends, but I mean, there was no interest there at all. Mm -hmm. So we reconnected in college um, right before, I mean, I think like two years in, we had bumped into each other at a sub, like a sandwich place. And then two years after that, we reconnected um, via a dating app, which is funny because, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really into, you know, the apps like that. I mean, like I said in the previous episode, I mean, it's, it's entertaining and that's kind of the way people date nowadays. So it's becoming a part of our normal. But I was about to down uh, delete the app because I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not into it. You know, this is... I'm not meeting any of these people anyway, you know, right. so I don't want to mislead them. So I didn't want to mislead them. And then just as I'm deleting the app, I get this long ass message <laughs> from him, you know, saying, oh, my God, high school, you know, whatever, whatever. So that's how it started. 
And um, I would say that things picked up really quickly. Mm-hmm. Those things that I ended up um, leaving for were the same things I saw early on. But, you know, I, I, you know, I started to love the guy. I mean, you know, that puppy dog stage. Right. You know, it, you know, I was kind of blinded. I mean, I saw a few things. And I'm like, eh. But maybe I'm just being too nitpicky or whatever. Right. You know, which I think a lot of women do. And I think that's a problem to not follow your gut. If something seems deeply wrong, you should address it. Not just say, oh, he could change. We, we shouldn't want to change people. You know. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. So a year and a half in, I ended up getting pregnant. And I will not say, you know, I don't, I don't really believe and calling that an accident. You know how babies are made. We didn't wrap it up. So (laughs) I was happy, you know, that I was going to be a mom. I mean, it's what I always wanted. I was kind of like, uh, you know, because it's not like it was reciprocated on the other Mm -hmm. side. But, you know, again, it is what it is. And ultimately, I feel like because those things weren't necessarily what he wanted at that age, at that time, when life gets real, you know, obviously a baby takes up a lot of time, you know, stress you out, you're not sleeping, all these things kind of weighed on him. And he like brought that into our relationship and then we were just fighting all the time. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't a good situation. And I mean, at this point, like he proposed to me like quickly after we found out I was pregnant because he, you know, that was the next step anyway, whatever, you know? And I even said, hey, dude, listen, it's going to get real. Like, I'm not accepting this unless I know you're all in. He's just like, yeah, I'm all in. Like, this is what I wanted to do anyway. So that was a lie. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm just talking crap. But I mean, it is true. I'm not talking crap. But, um, you know, so we had another one. I mean, we're trying to make it work. And I'm a firm believer that you can make anything work if you put your mind to it in both parties. Like, you could do it. Try. Put your back into it. Ay. I could do it. Put my back, back into it. Ay. You know, you can do it. You know, if that's what you really want. But clearly, that's not what he wanted. You know, and he, once he found a career that he could just throw himself into, mm-hmm. and he admitted this to me, that's what his focus was. Because he, you know, he wasn't into the whole, the family life, you know, like right. all that stuff. And I mean, I guess I could see that in the way his family was you know they're they're pretty distant and I grew up in something very close-knit so that was another battle you know yeah there are lots of things but I think um the year before just told me straight up like it's over because I mean the job his job wasn't sending him anywhere Uh but he's like hey I think I'm gonna go live overseas for six months and I had just given birth okay like my second wasn't even two months old yet and the fact that he, it was so easy for him to say, hey, I'm going to leave this family. It's right. not like it was a bump in your salary. It's not like the job said, hey, you have to go because it's an internationally based. It wasn't any of that. It was just, I'm going to focus on me for a little bit. And here, you right. can sit here and raise these two kids <laughs> on your own. Like, I mean, I was having, like, I don't want to, you know, I'll wrap it up. I was, I was having, like, stomach issues and all this stuff after giving birth. I could barely even lift up the trash bag. And, you know, he was just basically like, peace. So... <laughs> You got this right and, by yourself. And all, you know, all those things kind of added up. I mean, it was it was always about him, you know. And I'm just a selfless person, which I guess is why I was an easy target for this. But I knew it was over then. And mm-hmm. what kept me 
another year was like thinking about the kids like they're so young how do i you know get out of here do i get out of here you know there was more right. at stake because there are children involved so there's my story <laughs> would you say you guys had a, a friendship within the relationship you know honestly like no <laughs> i think so you did not marry your best friend no, and you know, I would post, like, I did post, I, re- I remember posting a picture when we were boyfriend-girlfriend saying, bestie, with him, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, is this for social media, or is this real? Right. And when I saw that maybe I was just trying to hold, uphold an image, or, you know, a hope, that mm-hmm. that's what it was, because especially since our parents are, like, best friends, like, that's what I wanted, you know? Right. I think I was a bit, like delusional in that sense because mm-hmm. really if we had a friendship we might still be together you mm-hmm. know and I mean there's a quote that says when you divorce someone you find out their true character and I'm definitely finding out there was no you friendship will. there because if there's friendship there a lot of the stuff I'm going through right now wouldn't be happening but mm-hmm. um, I know I think that's where we're lacking I mean the things that we bonded on I see now were very superficial mm-hmm. would you say there was a friendship in your marriage yeah so i i did firmly believe and still do believe in the idea that it's like ideal for you to marry your best friend right because the thing is i i do believe that if you're marrying your best friend then when things get hard because mm-hmm. that's what life is that's, like i mean so life will not always be like roses and smiley faces i mean look at COVID, but Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah so like if you marry your best friend when life gets hard and you guys may be losing like that kind of romantic stuff or or stuff is just terrible you always have each other to lean back on and you can go back to that friendship and i don't think love is this just especially romantic love this thing that just stays the same throughout your relationship it's gonna ebb and flow so just like it goes back to our foundations episode exactly yeah like you're going to fall in and out of love with each other it's inevitable especially when you stay with someone for a prolonged period of time and it's up to you guys that if you like truly truly believe in that commitment that you made to each other that you work on it so I, i i think one problem is people think when you when you say oh you gotta put in work in your relationship that it means like your relationship is terrible when just by the nature of having to deal with someone who isn't you right you are going to have to work 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 in some way (laughs) oh shoot i just treated this like a presidential debate let me go back to the question though (laughs) right like (laughs) Yeah, those have been a joke, but anyway, we digress. We digress, Uh but like for mine, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, (laughs) We met each other in high school, like you guys, Mm -hmm. like, and well, I mean, there's a difference. You guys had a friendship, like we literally never talked. Oh, true. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we had a straight up friendship. We had the same friend group and everything, and then like. You know, within your groups, how, like, you'll 
break into I don't want to say clicks but like maybe some people are closer to others yeah or you we, find yourself, we have that in my yeah. friend groups yeah or you find yourself talking to someone more mm-hmm. and then even within friend groups you might have that one friend that you're like oh I'm cool with everybody but I'm around you because of everybody else <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of feel like that's what happened with him mm. and there was our sophomore year of high school so like we knew each other freshman year and and whatever talked friends hung out whatever yeah so it was a sophomore year where all of a sudden we ended up um having to sit next to each other side by side in a number of classes because our teachers were very suddenly obsessed with um alphabetical order by last name seating and I remember one of the first classes we sat next to each other in, I was like, dang, like, I know him and I, I'm okay with being around him and we talk with other people, but we don't talk to each other like that. Mm. And I'm like, ugh, I wonder if this is going to be awkward or if it's going to be, like, whatever. Yeah. Which then, I think by virtue of us, like, proximity and always, like, being next to each other in these other classes we got to know each other whether that was like making little jokes or or like you said figuring out oh you do this i do this too and then in high school it was stupid crap like you know back in the day everyone had ipods and it's like i wait to see when the time at the end and the time the start time and the end time converge at the same time (laughs) three minutes and 25 seconds and it's like oh my god yes stupid crap like that. <laughs> oh, you like soccer? I like soccer, too. Oh, you eat food? Oh, my God. I Me eat, too. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, finding those little dumb similarities. But then over time, we definitely developed our own kind of friendship. Yeah. And I'll Which always- is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll always remember... There was um, one time where our school was doing a carnival thing, and me and him, like, he hadn't bought a ticket. Another guy bought me a ticket, and he was like, come through. And I'm like, I don't know. This one didn't buy a ticket. And he's like, really? You're just going to not come because he he didn't buy a ticket or whatever? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep him company. And then that guy was like, F it. And it went to the carnival. And then here I was with, like, this kid. And then he took it as, like, this big, oh, my God. He stayed so spend it. Yeah. So then. Which, which it is. Yeah. I mean, I would say that's sweet. Yeah. Until he put thorns in the bitch. Oh. But let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roses really smell like poo-poo. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so then even that time, everyone else, pretty much everyone else went to the carnival. And then it was me and him stuck in our, I think it was our chemistry class. Yeah, it was our chemistry class. Oh, it was during the day? Yeah, it was in the middle of the day. Oh, that's cool. Why didn't they do that while I was there? That's not fair. Yeah, I think that was like one of the only years they did it. So it was like on campus? Yeah, it was, they turned the football field into like this carnival thing. You had to buy a ticket to go. I'm trying to remember, like, when in the year this was happening. I'm assuming homecoming. Yes, I'm pretty That's sure it was fair. homecoming. That's not fair. We didn't get that. We didn't get anything like that, so. Same school, too, but right. <laughs> it got a lot more boring, I guess. It did. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my class, we knew how to. No, your class was outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> not me, though. I was a tame one, but, you know. 
But yeah, we so run this ship. You guys oh, remember that? Anyway, we said stupid crap like we pwned. Oh god, yeah, I remember that. Like, ew. Anyway, <laughs> so like we bonded over that, and then eventually, I remember when he asked me out, like on a Friday, walking to our same bus. That's the other thing. We we rode the same bus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know in our working work romance relationship episode that we have with Mike and Mimosas. Shout out to Mike and Mimosas hey. for joining us on that episode. Thank you. Love those ladies. Uh-huh. But we talked about how like proximity can lead to like you like I mean proximity with the right person I would assume. Yeah. Lead you to going into a relationship. I think that's what happened with us. So here we are, sophomore year, and then from there, it was like we were attached at the hip, and I can genuinely say he was my best friend. Aww. Um, No, my dude was not my best friend. (laughs) I think I tried hard to make it that way, Mm -hmm. but like, nah. Especially when that's the example you've seen, I think that's what you want out of life, too. And you know, who wouldn't want their partner to be their best friend? But let me just like, chime in by saying like some relationships don't work but it it was a good thing i mean obviously Mm -hmm. yours didn't work but i think it's a great thing that you guys at least had that and it was genuine at the time at the time you see keywords keywords at the time yes you gotta put like i i didn't have that like i've had that with exes you Uh know but with this one you know Sorry, I'm going to say some later. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I'm going to say some later. Finish your story, please. We marinating. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah. So he was definitely my best friend at the time or whatever. Mm. And there's a theory. I forgot the name of the style or whatever. What is it? Gottlieb? Something about relation. Gottman's. Gottman's. It says that, like... Every three years, your relationship is bound to change just because of everything that's happening in your life and you evolving as a person and the other person evolving or whatever. So I can say we went through our three-year transitions just by virtue of we met each other in our formative years and then you're going through high school together. You went through college together and then now you are going through life as adults and the struggles of that. Yeah. I think that's part of what led to the downfall of the relationship. On top of like whatever traumas yes. your families sustain because exactly. I think that was a big thing in your relationship. Yeah, in our relationship, which I won't get into the details because privacy, yeah. privacy. Yeah, I can say for sure, like on his side, there were definitely some upheavals in his family yeah. and trauma that he did not work through. And I can honestly yes. say like, You can try and be strong on your own, whatever, but I think everyone should invest in themselves and their mental health. Oh, yeah. And see a therapist, psychiatrist, I don't know, somebody every now and then. And he did not do that work for himself. We did do couples therapy. In, In my perspective, there were some things that came out and stuff from doing that work with a therapist that it was like... I, I think had he done a little more work on himself right. that we could have survived the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you say that, okay, it sounds like it was very internal. So you wouldn't say that any, would you say that any outside sources played into the demise of your relationship? Or do you think it was just you two just 
declining, growing apart. Girl, kind of you thing. know that was some outside sources. Oh, I think, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean at the that was at the end though. So what I'm saying is, was it already headed downward, and then the outside sources were a consequence, a result of it going downwards, or do you think that outside sources were bam? I ruined think it. You know what I mean? Outside sources made it so that we could not overcome the struggles that were in the relationship. Like, yes, there were the internal things, right? Yes. And then you have the internal things bubbling up to the top. And then yeah. you have like one person, and I am gonna say it that way. You have someone trying to be like the stronger of the two of you, which leads yeah. to like an imbalance because then that person gets tired. You know right. how tired, like, especially when you're dealing with someone who is a certain way, and that's the only way I'm gonna say it. And then you're you're always trying to be like the cheerleader, but then you realize that the person they're they don't want the help from you also because they think you're doing better than they are, and it it was just messy. Yeah. So there were those outside sources, and I honestly think that's. I don't know how to say that. Is that? The bird is trying to tell me if I should say it or not. <laughs> don't say it. Okay. You think you gotta say it? Don't say it. Yeah. Like, I do think him meeting a cer- certain someone. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like, who was... This is gonna sound meaner than it's meant to sound, but a little oh, bit less it, than. Okay. For example, like... I'll say just less than, a little bit less than. It made him feel a little more needed or like you, you found that damsel in distress. Mm. And you know what? Congratulations. Congrats. Right. Good luck. So yeah. I think that also helped. When something needed a push over the cliff, it just it, it just helped it. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I will say, you know, like... From the outside looking in, I mean, I think with you, there was just like a, maybe a stark change because of everything he was dealing with himself and not actually working at or Mm -hmm. on. I think in my situation, like a lot of the things that bothered me later on were already there, you know, like Mm -hmm. from the get go, yo, like, you know, I could give example after example. Like there was one time actually, like we did a double date with his friend Mm -hmm. and the friend's girlfriend okay so these are his people we did a double date i think it might have been valentine's day weekend maybe not but Mm -hmm. first off this was our first valentine's day i kind of wanted it to be just the two of us but he invited other people whatever i dealt with it so and it it was a nice weekend anyway but there was like one time when we were at a restaurant and he's like yeah drinks on me you know for all of us and we're all gonna have (laughs) drinks but then the girlfriend said oh you know i don't want to drink actually so then um eventually his friend was like you know actually i don't want it and i was just like okay i still want it you know and then my dude goes to the waiter no we don't want him anymore and i was just like but i said i I still want it like i still Mm -hmm. want a glass of wine please you know right and he's like we don't want it so then the waiter's like okay and he's looking kind of awkward too and the other couple's looking kind of awkward too so literally his friend had to call the waiter back and say actually she wanted a glass of wine can you get her one please and the waiter's like gotcha we're good and then his friend's like see i, I got you and i was like thank you because apparently my boyfriend doesn't be your man you must be sick of the cousin be your man with all the forces 
of a great typhoon. You're met with all the strength of a raging fire. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. So thank you, buddy, for watching out for me Girl. with my <laughs> boy <brain. laughs> Sorry, but you know, I mean, that guy, I mean, he, he's, he's a good guy. So congrats to you guys you know mm -hmm. i hope you work and you know maybe we could reconnect after this nonsense who knows but um yeah so things like that i mean he he was very dismissive like it was not about me he was mm -hmm. not supportive in the ways that i needed my partner to be but mm -hmm. i feel like i just i don't know that's why that's what like i thought i don't know mm -hmm. guys you have to forgive yourself when you date these people and it doesn't work out because mm -hmm. Sometimes you're blinded by love. Sometimes you enter a relationship and you yourself aren't as strong as you think you are. Because yes. I don't see how I let some guy treat me like this. Like, I'm not even going to go into detail about it all. He knows it. My close people know it. But, like, sometimes you lose yourself in a relationship trying to please someone else. And that's mm -hmm. not okay. So, you know, just forgive yourself, you know? Yes. And definitely, like, acknowledge your part in it. Yes. Their part in it because that's the only way to grow and not repeat the cycle, you know? Yeah. And I think also there's only so much you can do sometimes when yeah. the other person's not trying to make it work with you. Yes, that, that was my issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can say what made me, like, really mad when I was going through this is as someone who's always asking questions and is very observant, mm -hmm. I was always trying to pull like those things out of him like what's wrong and that's yeah. where like stonewalling is terrible because it'd be like what's wrong and be like in the job what's wrong is the salary Sign what's wrong no for real <laughs> and then Stop. Like, you would try and pull that information out and then like fast forward five years it's still the same job it's still the same all these other things that Excuses, he was complaining about yeah. But the per the thing that's changed is me. So when you could have been saying these are the things that are bothering me, like on top of having a job and all these other things and money and worrying about that stuff, if you could have been honest and said this is what's also bothering me in the relationship. Like get to the root cause of it. Yeah. yeah. Rather than, and even after the therapist like saying this is what I'm seeing, working on that then we could have survived but i also think some people decide that it's not like they just don't want to be in a relationship with you which is fine like yes. that is completely fine i think be it's honest. the way you exit that makes yes. all the difference you know like mm -hmm. that's why i mean ultimately you know like i had brought up the idea of divorce like a year ahead mm -hmm. and that just you know like threw him off you know because mm -hmm. uh, you know but i mean if you're you're checked out already dude you yeah. know so ultimately when it came time to file i say no i said no you do it mm -hmm. because you're the one that gave up on this relationship and you're the one that's trying to find your way out he's like i didn't want to leave you and i'm just like no dude like everything you're doing your actions your words i mean not even to add like you know the what I would consider emotional abuse, like that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You left a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Like we are not, this is not it. And like I said, I mean, 
maybe staying together for the kids isn't the best idea, but I was trying to, you know, protect them because they're so young. And on yeah. top of that, all they knew was me because he was just gone so much. Yeah. So once you get into the divorce, obviously it's split, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, especially when you're in Florida, it's split. So right. they would have to be in environments and conditions that they weren't accustomed to. So, you know, there was a lot to think about in my decision. And ultimately, I mean, he's a, he's he's definitely a master manipulator, I would say, mm -hmm. you know. And now I see, maybe I didn't see before because I was trying to save something that was already broken. But now I see that there was nothing I could have done mm -hmm. to change him. I mean, look at what he did. Like, we both agreed for me to stay at home and have no job, no income, and then he cut me off of completely. <laughs> so, like, I'm scrambling for months with a dude that makes as much money as he does, living his life, and I have nothing, okay? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, your girl bounce back, but, you yeah. know, like, it's still, there. there's some people you can't change, you can't help, you know, it's either you accept them as they are or not, and I didn't accept how he was, but I still held on to hope, you know? Because right. I, I take my vows seriously, guys. Whoever's out there trying to marry me next, like, just know I take my vows seriously. You I'm better real. Too. Don't waste my time. Don't waste our you. time. Sorry, I'm a package deal now. Exactly. Yeah. And I understand, like, I mean, when we were going through our ending, it there was, like, a good amount of gaslighting. Oh, whew. Which Sina, is a that was a trigger where you just said yes. chills up my spine, I yeah. swear. I didn't even yeah. know what it was until I was going through it. Oh, but sorry. I didn't know what it was until I started to speak with a therapist because of what I was dealing yeah. with. And she told me, listen, dude. She didn't say dude, but she's like, listen, honey. Whatever she said. She's like, <laughs> you are making excuses yeah. for him. And I can tell that you've been gaslit. How do you even say this? I gaslit? Gaslit. He lit it up. <laughs> and he I'm like, no, that's not it. And she's like, there's another <laughs> trying to yep. Wow, yo. Dang, we had the same person probably because they said the same thing to me. He was right. like, you are a very strong person. Like, you yes. obviously have this this strength about you. Yeah. But you don't realize what just happened to you. And I was like, oh, my God, you planned. <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's when you, like, your body freezes. You cry. You go through all these emotions because it's someone else finally telling you to your face what you already knew deep down you were experiencing mm -hmm. you just didn't have the strength to see it or you know it just takes another party yeah it makes me think of if anyone's ever watched the sixth sense right bruce yeah. willis is going through this thing don't Spoiler ruin it alert. don't ruin Spoiler it alert. Yeah. but this character is going through this thing and doesn't realize what's going on with them mm -hmm. for for scenes on end the entire movie and then they replay the scene where another character is saying all the signs that would have told you as the viewer yep. and the character yep. that this is what's going on yes. and it's like you did this gasp and they feel like this gasp and yes. you're like this is what i am greatest movie i mean i'm saying this you know because i'm not thinking of any other movie i love right now but that's like easily top three greatest movie ever written yes greatest Legit. go watch it six cents that M. last Shyamalan. scene that was M. Night Shyamalan, yes. right? yeah go when, watch it when that character realize realizes what it is it tonight girl oh sorry not tonight i'm trying no. to sleep yeah you're trying to sleep maybe after this podcast right but yeah when you realize what it is yeah and like the details are given to you what you just lived and everything yeah. is something else
Not even gonna lie, before we just cut to a commercial break, I watched this movie that basically felt like I was watching myself on a screen, I swear. And when I couldn't stop crying, I'm not that emotional. Mm -hmm. Now I am, but I'm not that emotional. I just broke down crying, like can't breathe kind of crying on you. You know what, you know what, Shayna? I think you're done. Right. I think it's done. <laughs> what movie was it? Uh, dang. Uh, a Marriage Story? No, 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 not that one. Oh. But that was another good one. I don't remember. Ugh, I'm going to find it for you. It was on Netflix. It was a Netflix movie, but I think I had my answer. Not not just off the, mo off the movie, guys. Like, I did not end my marriage after because right? of a movie. <laughs> but it's my reaction to a lot of the stuff that was going on. I think... My marriage ended off of the show The Affair, but we can talk about that more hey. after the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome back. So we were talking divorce. I mean, we kind of got into our stories and stuff, but I have a question for you, Stunny. Yes. So we know what parts our partners played in the demise of the relationship. So what do you think, what part do you think you played in it? Not a <laughs> part. I'm kidding. <laughs> because i that's one of those things i think is growth to um be able to see your part in crap like yes. people love going toxic 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 yeah. but always find you know you people need to stop using that word stop that's it. one of those words in 2020 that i would like to just like throw in a dumpster because it's overused it's usually, no it's because i mean i like the word okay let's not get rid of the word but the people no, saying that. that word are usually toxic themselves. That's like, my problem come with on, it. Dude. That is my Let's exact problem with it. Because yeah. you should always be willing to view your part in things. Yes. Even if it's yes, the other yes. person telling you your part in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. Be willing to absorb new information because Except, it might help you yeah. see something about yourself and always be willing to self examine. Right. So, for sure, one of the parts that I played in it is I don't think we're both gonna always be 100% in a perfect emotional state so sometimes yes. you might have to lift that person and other times they might have to lift you right and unfortunately when he started stonewalling me and I was trying to constantly pull this information out I came to a point where I could not always be that uplifting partner yeah Especially when, like, you're not giving me the information and it was, like, months of this. Like, we'd have our good days and then, of course, you will have your bad days. Yeah. But then we had those blood days where it's like, okay, now I'm feeling bad, too, and you're not helping me. Yeah. And I'm always helping myself and I'm helping you. And yes. then I felt like I had needs that weren't met. So I wasn't helping this situation either right. in terms of uplifting him. Yes. Yes. And yes. it was like, I was tired of being part of that habit of I'm always the one. I'm Atlas over here lifting me and your sh**. <laughs> so after a while, I was just Atlas. Like, no, for real. Y'all yeah. go back to high school class, read that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, no, I was tired of that. So I definitely played a part there where I do think where I could have just done a little bit more supporting. But then staff of me is like, if he's not helping himself, and I'm helping him and we're not helping each other, does it really always have to come from me? So I, yeah. I, I think I was tired at, at some point. Mm -hmm. I feel you. And it gave him that support to be like, let me like throw this down. Yeah. What about you? Did Where do you think you played a part in the demise of the relationship? Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely did, you know, because mm -hmm. like I said, like 
you know, I've always been told, and I kind of am, I'm the nurturing type, right? So I was always taking care, just like you, like I was always taking care of him, me, us, the kids when they came around. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like when I noticed that I wasn't, it wasn't being reciprocated even when I tried to address this. You know, I wasn't, you know, it's just a conversation. You should be able to communicate with your partner, right? I would bring that to light, and he basically dismissed it after dismissed it. And I was still caring because I'm like, okay, I'm a wife. I have to, I'm a girlfriend, whatever. I have to really be there for him. Mm-hmm. Whether he's there for me or not. Right. So at some point, I just got sick of it. You know what I mean? And I just didn't care how he felt, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, I mean... You know, like, I would always, like, prepare a meal, you know, for him to go to work. I stopped doing that. Like, I cooked. You can pack it yourself. You know what I mean? Because I'm asking you to be there for me, support me, help me in ways that you're not doing. So why do I have to keep Mm -hmm. doing this for you? I think he got comfortable for, to, you know, I think he got used to me doing everything for him and being this, like, nurturing, motherly, that, I mean, like, I swear, he thought I was his mother. Um, this motherly figure and just doing everything for him and all the kind little things I do. He got used to it. So when he it took stopped, it for granted, really, he took it for granted. Thank you. Um, and when it stopped, I think he's like, "Who's this person?" And it's like, "It's me, bitch." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, let's let's go into that whole submitting thing because that's a hot topic right now. I am perfectly fine with submitting. You know, obviously, people have changed the meaning of that word. I'm fine with submitting to my partner and doing these things. Like I get it, but if you're if you're not appreciating what I'm doing or like being there for me in the ways that you should be there for me as the you know my spouse or whatever, then why do I need to do that for you? So I mean, I think that's where the part I played into it, and also you know I just stopped caring about how he felt because I felt like he didn't mm-hmm. care how I felt, you know. And that like, like I don't like care similar if you... things with us, just different situations and how it was done. Yeah, and even like, okay, so I have kids, right? Like, the kids wake up, and what I was doing, like, I would bear the brunt of, like, waking up and changing, you know, doing all this stuff. But, you know, going back to a previous episode we had, like, I'm just like, I don't care if you're tired, too. I'm tired, you know? Like, you're not doing what you need to do for me or our family more so, because that's what really pushed me off the edge, you know, him just not being present with our kids. Yeah. Then I'm not doing anything for you, dude. And I, feel I mean, that. yeah, I definitely played a role in that, that for sure. And I think even to the point that you just brought up, mm-hmm. and I mean, fellas, feel free to correct me if you think I'm wrong. Right? <laughs> okay. Feel free. Uh-huh. But I think when it comes to those things, women are a lot more forgiving than yes. men when there's a mistake. For example, I'm pretty sure there were many times where you were like, okay, this is not being reciprocated. And you voiced it. Just like, I mean, what we both basically talked about was like a need that wasn't being met. And I was like not feeling a need being met on my side from my guy. So then I was not meeting that support need that he felt on his side. Which he brought up and it's like, my dude. The one time, yes, in the <laughs> ten years we've been together, where I'm like, "Fuck it," yeah, that's the time that has you being like, "Well, I'm out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is one of a hundred times you've been treating yeah. me like this, and then the one time you stop getting your packed meals for lunch, right. it's like it ends the world. I can't be with guys. you. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I feel you. That's yeah, true. That we was, are more forgiving, for sure. For sure. And that was one thing that did both annoy me and bother me with him. Because he had the nerve to bring it up, and it was like, okay, yes, bring it up. Because we want to work on these things when we see them. But when you're sitting here, and it's been so many times where I've uplifted you, and then the one time, it's like... I've ended the world and and done a catastrophic thing. It was annoying. So, okay, so you, I mean, obviously I'm still fresh in it, but you have gone through divorce, have dated, Mm -hmm. and you're currently in a relationship. Yes. So do you think any of those things have bled into your relationship? Like, do you think, how how do I want to ask this? I'm saying, like, you, you obviously recognize the part you played in the end of that relationship, so are you more cognizant of not doing that in this relationship is kind of what I mean. Yes, and you know what's interesting. I remember one of my last therapy sessions in the last relationship, the therapist was like, you guys have very good communication skills. Yeah. Like, you guys are very both good at communicating what's wrong And it seems like it's a skill that you guys have developed over time and did well with. Which is good. That's good. Yeah. And at the end of the relationship, I remember dude being like, I still want to be friends. But for me, given everything that I put in, sacrifice, and like just the emotional bad treatment on his part. Like I brought up gaslighting Mm -hmm. afterwards at the end. And, like, what he did that precipitated the end, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be friends with you. Right. Because at the end of the day, who treats their best friend the way you treated me? Yeah. And I can honestly say probably if we had, like, stayed friends, we could have probably um, gotten back to a part where we could have rekindled a loving relationship. But I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. Like, with that. You know, that kind of reminds me, I mean, to the point that your therapist said that you guys have good communication skills, I mean, like, everyone who's spoken to us on the outside, during the divorce, therapist, whatever, they've all said, like, wow, like, you guys need to record everything you say, Mm because you are not it, like, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny, because I lived it, you know? Yeah. But, like, that's what I found so odd about, like this guy saying that he wanted to continue to have like events together and be friends together because he's saying this after like lying to me like cutting me off and I like I remember while we were in our relationship there was a time we were going out to dinner and he forgot his wallet I mean he always did like always okay Mm -hmm. so he forgot his wallet let me guess whose fault that was let me stop (laughs) right And, you know, I'm just, you know, being a little cheeky, you know, I'm just like, don't worry, honey, I'll, I'll treat you this time. You know, just being playful because, again, I'm a stay-at-home mom not working. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, don't worry, honey, like, I'll take care of it. You know, I have my cards, you know. And then he says to me in the meanest tone, like, what do you, how are you taking care of it if it's my money? Oh, you pressed, bruh. Right. Like, I looked at him like, uh-oh. So, you know, things like that. I mean, the fact that he wants to, he, he did, I mean, at this point, I doubt it, the way he's acting. Like, he said that he wanted to have a friendship afterwards and possibly remarry, hey. which just blow, blew my mind. Um, but, like, he says this after cutting me off of all of our joint cards and everything. Like, come on, dude. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's no friendship that could 
listen, I, I can't say never, maybe someday by the grace of God, the universe, Ganesha, whoever, I will find it in my heart to be able to do that because we have kids together. At least amicable. <laughs> But mm. I don't see it happening. No, I don't see it either. Because yeah, even just that action. That's toxic. Yeah, that's toxic Britney Spears. That sound like toxic. a Nicki Minaj rap. That's toxic Britney Spears. <laughs> but um, like you, like we were kind of like your question was asking. You do bring your learnings to your new relationship. So I'm well, in a some new Some people repeat. I wouldn't say all that. Yeah. But I mean, if you're smart, you will bring yeah. what you learned. I and mean, if you smart, can. I think if you so can. It's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's an ability. Also. It's an ability. Yes. So if you are like not saying smart in the intelligence way of it. But in the if you've learned something from this and can be aware of the part you played. Yes. Being aware of those learnings because you will learn something you can bring positive the positives and try not to bring the negatives into your next relationship because a lot of these things are patterns even little things that you do for example i know when i'm upset i don't want to talk to someone okay yeah, i do need, not want to talk to you you need some time to let yes. off steam or whatever yes that talking thing is like I, i'm gonna be irritated when i'm talking to you so one thing that I really, really try hard not to do, and sometimes it is a struggle, is to not do the whole silent treatment thing yes. if I'm mad at someone. Yeah. Because I'm aware that I'm doing it. I'm aware that it's a bad habit, so I'm going to try not to do that. And on the flip yeah. side, if I've noticed a pattern that I'm seeing in my old relationship that I don't want to bring into that new one, like, okay, it's better to not wait three days before asking, so, so what's wrong? Yeah. Sometimes you might need a little bit of time, but addressing something a little when faster fresh. when yeah. it's fresh is better than letting it stew for like two weeks. And then suddenly it's, well, you didn't throw the trash out when I asked you to. Exactly. It just builds resentment. And then you start yes. um, snapping at little things rather than the things that are actually... Yeah important yeah because those little things bothering you could be indicative of something larger larger yes i agree or like a larger resentment or larger theme in your relationship that's like built over time and then that little thing like oh you left a crumb on the (laughs) coffee table turned into a snapped moment like you left the crumb on the coffee and then you're like why is this person mad yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're both going through... We're both going through. I've made it through the other side of divorce. Mm-hmm. You are almost to the finish line. I hope. I hope. I, I hope. hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> it's off to court. We go. Let me stop. Uh, oh, shoot. Yeah. Legit. Like, child, when I tell you when I made it to that last moment and you're standing in front of that guy, mind you, my crap was quick because whatever it was fast like you when he said the part about like rather than i do it's more like a are you ready to like erase yourself from this person's life and i'm like praise jesus (laughs) let me say yes quickly and it's not even like i hated him like that it was just like i needed to be done because of everything that had happened yeah especially what he did with what he did in the last like Like, months i was like you're a monster and i do yeah. mean that word like a monster and yeah. then 
he wrote this long letter about how he doesn't excuse his behavior and how he's grown. To you? Yeah, he did. And how ter- how he realizes how terrible it was and, and this and that. And it's like, I'm happy you realized that. And I hope you don't do that to your next person because mm-hmm. it was just like... It, there's Yeah, there's a different... Like, people do bad things, but then there's like when you go into the level of being a mean and cruel. Cruelty. Yes. Whoa, cruelty. Sweat. Yep. Yeah, being sweat. bad and mean, yeah. but like cruelty is a yeah. whole nother thing. Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah. Some things don't work, but you don't let... I will... I can't say this enough. Some things don't work, but you don't have to be a like a mean person especially when things are already unfortunate in life as it is you know I mean look at the pandemic I mean the fact that I'm going through what I'm going through and I I know people see me they think I'm strong they think I'm happy they think you know I carry it well guys okay because the things I'm going through right now during a pandemic on top you know it's like why complicate life when it's already complicated? It's already complicated. It and is. we have a tendency of complicating it more than it needs to. But when I tell you them last few months makes you understand why they write the words cruel and unusual punishment is like yeah. unconstitutional. Yeah. That's what you learn. But what was your question? You didn't finish oh, your question. Child, we went on a whole <laughs> tangent. So my question was having going through what you're going through, yeah. would you get married again? Yeah, I mean, I would. I can. That's an easy yes, but I mean, I think it would be difficult for me to trust. Yes, the same way I used to. I mean, trust is very important to me, and the fact that it was just it was a shit show, you know, in my mm-hmm. first slash, you know, my first marriage. Okay, I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. I won't say last because there could be another one, but last is in most recent. Um, I I don't. I think my walls will be just like way up. You yes. know what I mean? Like they'll be way up because I trusted him so much. Like I trusted him financially and then look, got yep. cut off. I trusted him um, like with children stuff, you know, to be a good dad. You know, I don't, I don't like to just say people aren't good parents. I don't like to say that, but I mean, you know, the shoe fits. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm it's just true. Saying, Not everyone is equipped for everything. You know, I, I just think some people are better with babies than others, and some people just, you know, shouldn't have them, you know. Um, you know, like, or mm-hmm. they're just not ready for them. Like, all those things would make me very wary. Yeah. Entering another relationship again. Like, do I think I could be a stay-at-home mom ever again if I had another baby with someone else? Yes, on my own terms, if I had my own money that I was yeah. working with. I would never, like... Because, like, honestly, he said, this guy said to me, like, let's join our bank account. So I put my money with his, and, you know, we started our lives, and then uh, that's gone. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, the moment he could hobble you, he did. Exactly. So uh, yeah. I think, like, I mean, I hate, like, I really hope that doesn't stop me from giving a really decent guy a chance. But, like, this marriage is all I know right now. Mm-hmm. I know there are good people out there, but I have to be very cautious, especially since there are little ones involved now. Yeah. So, yes, I do want to marry again, and I want to do it the way I dreamed. Yes. And the way I wanted it to be, because this was nothing like I wanted it to be. And it's not like to, it's not to say that marriage is like it is in the books. Yes, definitely Or the movies. Not. And it's definitely not going to be like your parents. That's not it. Yeah. It's just that to be with someone that genuinely loves you mm-hmm. and cares for you and supports you, that's what I wanted. Um, so, yeah, I hope to do that again. I don't know when it'll be. I mean, I do want more kids. I know I'm crazy, but... <laughs> Like, I, I want it to be the way I wanted it to be, if that right. makes sense, you know? I hear that. I, for me... But, uh, but also, let me just uh-huh. add, like, 
I'm not gonna sit around and let someone waste my time either. You that know? was gonna be part of my response. To yeah, it. like I know what I want. Yeah. So there's no sitting here forever with a guy who doesn't know what he wants, and then yeah. I'm just sitting here like, um, so what's Shoot, up? <laughs> it does not take. And I'm sorry if I'm gonna trigger some of you guys. Mm. But it show does not take over five, four, like four, five, six, seven, eleven years to know that you're going to want to marry someone. as an adult. As let's an say adult. as an adult, like if you're in as your thirties, you you sh- you have an idea. Come on, you know, if you're in your forties, you could get married in a month. You know, what and I mean? that's not to say because I I don't even want to add the as an adult thing for myself just because like. 15 to like 20 something whatever you can be in like a a kid relationship i mean i know people who are high school sweethearts that got married and it's not to say that your marriage is going to always last yeah because like i'm sorry sometimes life happens and there's things that you're not going to like overcome i of course fully acknowledge that yeah but i think it doesn't take everything and like all this time to know if you know if you're looking for those signs and stuff to know that you want to marry someone no. so like like a song i saw the signs like <laughs> you have to be looking out for those things and i will say having gone through it yes it's fully possible that you can see where you've made mistakes and then make them again and yes. those same signs may not be clear to you but i would definitely get married again yeah. I would definitely get married again. But I know for me, like, that trust, true commitment, and security are things that I will value and need in a relationship. I don't yes. get too f- hey. about you constantly saying, girl, I'm going to marry you. You can be saying you're going to marry someone and, and, oh, you are committed to someone. You can say all of that verbally. But your actions need to match up with yeah. those words you know but there i will say there are some people who say i want to be a mom i want to be a dad and it's, not with you. and it's not with you exactly it's not with so you. that's yeah. what i said is you know about wasting time because I'm, I'm very i know what i want and i'm i feel like i'm very clear like even mm-hmm. though i was very clear with my ex he i guess you know didn't adhere to that you know like i was very clear about what i wanted and timelines and everything so you know what you're getting with me you know yeah. But some people, again, it's not just me, it's on the other side too. Like they think they can change you and change your mind. But when it's, when someone tells you something that they want or don't want, especially don't want, you need to listen to them. And I mean, the thing really also is you can be bash someone over the head, clear and blunt with something. And what the person says in response, Sometimes people tell you what they want to hear. Like, I will never forget, I dated a guy, and we were in the talking stage, and we were talking, whatever, and I remember saying, I definitely want to have kids and can't date someone who does not want children. Like, that is my goal. My goal is still to have a beautiful, happy family married with kids. Like, this is what I want. And I remember this dude saying while we were in the talking phase, oh my God, yes, that's something that I want too. And I remember we moved on to the exclusive phase. And one time we were driving back from a date. like, And he was like, we're talking about kids and stuff. And I was talking about, we had already previously talked about the timelines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he had given me his clear timeline of, yeah, by 30, I also want to have kids and all this stuff. So we're driving and he goes, you know, I don't 
think I really want kids. After we had already, well, there's yeah, your answer, and then, you know. Here I am. He's like, oh, I gotta dip out, and then right. could not like just do it. Like I wish that's regret. I should have just done it. Nah, but there was so much. There was so much going on in his life, which you see, that's a repeating pattern of being too selfless. Mm. Like there was too much going on in his life that I didn't want to add a burden to his life. And I was like, dang, I need to find the right time to break up with this guy because this is not it. This is I not mean, it. I will say I'm a very selfless person, mm-hmm. but I am not going to compromise myself in mm-hmm. the process. Yes. If it's time to go, it's time to go. Yes. You know, like if you know you are not aligned, like for instance, if like back then, you know, like he, he told me like, you know, I want to get married and have kids. I really want to be a dad. When I hear I really want to be a dad, that's like, yes, you know, good. Cause I, I really want a family, you know, I want the same things. Um, and I hear, oh, I just want my wife to stay at home because that's what's best for your kids. I'm, yes, me too. But I mean, his idea of being a, a dad, not, not even just that, just the, like the whole, whatever idea, like whatever, um, what's the word, whatever dream, just, you can want the same things, but the dreams look very different, yes. you know? Because his but idea like, of being a dad could be very hands-off, mom does everything, and I'm here for you, and I'm providing financially for you. Which is fine, but which when you're controlling fine. in every other aspect, exactly. and you don't let people breathe, like, suffocate, <clears throat> that's when it's a no. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, going back, if he had told me, like, I don't want kids, that is something that's so mm-hmm. important to me. I wanted to be a mom. So if you say anything about, I don't want kids, then I don't want you. You know what I mean? If it's marriage and that's what I want, you don't want to get married. I'm not going to sit here 10 years hoping that you change your mind, dude. Yeah. I know we're not aligned. You want to do open threesome. uh, Not the, you want to, what's it called? Thruples. Poly stuff. Polyamory. You want to do that? Thruples. Then uh, thruples. Yeah. No, sir. Quadruples. Sorry. So I know like you have to take it as it's given to you. Yes. Which like where I was going with that specifically was that's where when you see you have a pattern of like selflessness like I was like okay there's people doing terrible things in his life and he's not getting the support he needs in his life and I'm sitting here knowing I don't want to be with you anymore because Mm -hmm. you're not gonna fulfill this part in my life and I'm like shoot am I gonna add to his burdens it be selfish sometimes but you know I also I will say like, it could have been a burden on the other person's hand, too, that they don't know how to leave, you know? Yes. So you don't know, you might be thinking that, because you might be thinking that you're being a burden to them or adding a burden to them, but they already have that burden because they feel the same way. I swear, like, as much as I feel like, okay, like, going back to my relationship, I said he left before he even left, right? Mm-hmm. So he was probably trying to find ways out, too. I mean, he... Or you could have sat there fine with it because, like, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. growing up with the examples you have around you. You like, never one hundred percent know what's you, going exactly. on in someone else. Well, that's why I'm yeah. saying you shouldn't like yeah. focus your entire life on that. You have to think about yourself a little. Which is why I said, "Fuck it, be selfish." Because me sitting there being selfless and thinking I don't want to add to him. Me breaking up with him might not have added anything or might not have added a stress at all in his mind, but it was like thinking about it from my perspective and how that could have added a burden on me or like if I was going through the same things. Yeah. Yeah, that's where being an empath and having empathy and sympathy, like you have to have those things for sure for people, but you can't always assume you know how 
they're processing things in their life yes. and how they're going to react to them. Exactly. Yeah, so you just got to take care of yourself sometimes. Like, you may be stepping into a pattern and don't realize you're doing it. So it's, for me, if I get married, going back to that, if I get married again, I want to make sure as much as I'm capable of doing and smart enough to do, and not intelligent smart, but like capable of looking at those things, you got to look and, and see if you can not repeat that which is why i do believe in premarital counseling i don't know how everyone else feels about that but i do believe in it because you might have been stepping into a pattern and you don't realize that you're doing it again um i only believe in it if we're engaged i will not do premarital counseling i also believe with a boyfriend in, yeah i i also believe in premarital counseling when you're engaged because that means yeah. there's intent there exactly in my there has to be intent i'm not going to no counseling with a boyfriend and i just like, no judgment zone I know we all define like being a boyfriend like you could be in a 30-year committed relationship with a boyfriend that's way better than someone who has a piece of paper and is married that's true 100% yep, yep yep but this again for me for me it's the engagement for me yeah uh, yeah I just feel like if we're already we're if we're boyfriend and girlfriend we already need counseling for a pro whatever problem I, I think that's a problem in itself. That, that's just me. Yeah. I think that if you think you need couples counseling as boyfriend, girlfriend, then you should probably look into individual. And then maybe you guys can give each other the good sides of you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Which you for me, be doing that in general, you should be. Opinion. I think in so. My opinion. I think it's good. If you can do an annual I'm physical. I'm not doing it, but I yeah. feel like everyone should, yeah. I think everyone should treat it like a physical, the dentist, all the other stuff. Because mm -hmm. our minds, like, kind of dictate a lot yes like everything else you know so yes. check on your mind guys but i will say closing thoughts i will say that as bad as this divorce has become as high conflict as it's become as much i feel bad like i i i've forgiven myself but like to me i couldn't like accept the failure on my part of a marriage like something mm -hmm. i tried to make work but i will say there was some good that came of it i mean Honestly, I learned to be more independent because I had no choice. He wasn't around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I learned to be independent. As, like, I mean, yes, I, there, there's some damage there. You know, I have to work because I'm like, I'm super insecure about certain things because when you're being told like, you're not good enough in this part, you're not good enough in that part, you're, I wish it does something to you. I mean, that's why I say like, even though I fought back, I still hear the words, you know? It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if I responded or like heard him back with words. It doesn't matter like, any of that you still well me i still hear it you know yeah so and be careful people be careful because even though like okay what you said was just a very hit you over the head like blunt this is how i feel yeah on my side it was more of the the subtle emotional yes gas it's not so yeah, yes so yes. you still think you're holding on to your strength and being the baddest bitch in the room. Right, yeah. When, like, I'm telling you, you find out some stuff. I'm, I'm gonna give one more example for the people. Like, this is how yeah. something that you know, obviously the person's just talking shit, but you kind of still feel. Like, one thing I remember is he would sometimes, like, if I'm sitting, you know, you know how bony I am. You all know me. <laughs> There's no meat on me, but still I have skin. So when I sit, it's gonna roll up sometimes. That's normal. So sometimes he would grab it and be like, look at your rolls and say all this stuff like, okay, so like, I know I'm not big, you know? I know in my head, like, like, no, it's it's not possible, no, never exists, I'm not anorexic, you know? 
I know I'm not a big person, but like when you constantly hear those times, it's like it, it does something to you, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just like, a, why are you doing this? Why are you trying to put me down to raise right. yourself up? So it's not, it's not really like what's being said. It's just the constant being put down that has a huge effect yes. on you, you know? But you know, like 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 Stanley said, like like you said, it's subtle sometimes. Like it might not be so apparent, and you don't even realize what it's mm -hmm. done to you. And yeah, you do end up carrying it into your other relationships. Yes. So that's where I, I hope I don't do that. You know. Yeah, you'll learn something if you want to. That's for yeah, sure. exactly. Like I'm definitely yeah. I've learned a lot. Like, I, and I've learned some good things out of the relationship too. You know, oh it wasn't. God all terrible you know like i uh -huh. definitely look at money finances a little more yes. but i did let him handle it you know as the dude i was just like you take care of that but now i have to you know i'm on my own with kids so it's like mm, you learn some good stuff it doesn't okay. have to be all bad you know okay in um couples therapy there's this thing that they do oh my gosh at the end of a relationship like you know your relationship is over you have the option to go to a therapist with the person you're broken up with yeah to do um jesus there's like a co-parenting no there's counseling. a specific term about it and really the whole process is supposed to be for you to do a deep dive to understand why the relationship went south and it's supposed to be helpful for you both which I could see how that would work so mm -hmm. you don't carry it into your next one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that something you think you could do? I actually recommended it to him. I said we should do this because we're continuing the same way we were in our marriage and we're not going to be good parents to our kids if we can't learn to raise them in separate households. So yeah, I suggested it. He said nah. No. So <laughs> hopefully, you know, that's something that's required or maybe we can revisit it later. But yeah, I think it's important if you have children at least. Yes. Um, but otherwise, no, nah, I'm good. There's nothing to say. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't want to, it's fine. It's not like I would want to do it for friendship, like I said. Right. Let's just co-parent together. We don't have to be friends. I'm going to find this term and, and share it with you guys on social media. Make sure yes. to follow us on Instagram yes. and Twitter and all those good places. And Facebook. Yes. And let us know what you think. Like, yes. I mean, not everyone... I mean, maybe not all of our listeners have been through divorce mm -hmm. or are going through divorce. But I mean, if you have any questions about it, too, like, yes, you like how to manage the stress. Yeah. How to forgive yourself. We're here. Yeah. I mean, ask away. And if you, you know, general breakups, I mean, they're all breakups, right? Just, yes. Just one involves litigation yeah I guess. this one involves documentation <laughs> yes. that's for sure yes and it gets kind of pricey unfortunately mm -hmm. um, but hopefully after you come through it and are ready when you're ready to embark on your next relationship if someone tries to to talk that mess and be irritating you can be like not by me yeah. not gonna happen and if you feel that you were the cause then maybe you'll learn something too. And you'll, yeah. And if you feel that you should have tried harder, well, hopefully, because, you know, actually, I don't have the stat right now, but a lot of people regret not trying harder in their marriages after mm -hmm. they divorce. I'll find the stat for you. So I, I think if you can work through it, work through it. Some things are irreparable for sure but you know and don't think your next relationship is just gonna be this perfect flowers and right. roses you might 
It's just like anything in life. You might have to try multiple times before you get it right. You might get married three more, three, four more times. Girl, you might get ten more boyfriends. I was someone who never wanted a divorce on my record. You would have thought, you know, like in cartoons when they're like, yeah. this is going on your permanent record for school. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. But when I tell you after it was good and done, it was very freeing to know that this is something I can do again. I have the possibility of getting it right. Hell, I might get it wrong again, like multiple times. Exactly, and you have to be able to forgive yourself. For yes, that. you know people make mistakes, and life yeah. is not so black and white, clear cut. Yes, you know. So definitely, definitely, just hang in there. It's all we can do. We can all do our best. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are going through this during the pandemic. You know, just find some ways. You know what, actually, I'm just going to say one thing. Practice gratitude, because there's always something to be thankful for. I was going to say, can you give, because we shouted out those people who just got married, like, during this pandemic. Yes. Is there any words of advice you can give to them? Is that the word of advice you want to give? Uh, for what? Like, for these people who are embarking on their marriages oh. now. Um, what would I say? I mean, love each other, but know that sometimes love is not enough. You know, just... Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't like when people are all negative just because their relationships ended. I won't say I'm run. You. I'm not going to say that. I would and I'm never not going to say, say that. all men are trash. Not all men no. are trash. No. No. Not all women are trash. Right. I would just say that, you know, work together and know that when you come across challenges, you're fighting the challenge, not each other. You're not Facts. battling each other. Just focus on the problem. It's you two against the problem this guy was battling me bro like <laughs> game of thrones right Jon game of thrones white and knight shield, white knight is that what it's called Shoot. it wasn't called white knight i don't know what it was called but it. that battle that only lasted two seconds that we were, yeah anyway yeah, my advice would be similar to that yeah. make sure you're always leaning in instead of out yes sometimes yes. you may need yes, some yes, time yes, to yes. yourself but if you guys are in this together and you're building this life together, please, please, for God's sakes, lean in when there's a problem. Because yes. you lean out a little bit, you're going to start leaning out a lot. A and lot then after it. a while, you guys are dealing with a chasm between you that's going to need a whole lot of heavy lifting and fixing to fill. Yeah. My, and you our, our couples therapist said, you know, when you lean out, it's like a cha-cha dance. Like, as one person leans in, the other one leans out, and then you don't solve the problem. You need to yeah. get together. I know? like that. Because so. that definitely happens to me. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, if you have any questions about our experiences, or have anything to say, let us know. Yeah, we're two very pretty open people, I would say. I'm open. Yeah. I'm open. Gotta, you know, can't discuss too much, but you know. Right, you know, you know. You know. We got some tips. So, yeah, take, take care, and we'll see you soon.